Imagine how kind the world could be if each of us spent a small part of our day actively listening to someone else. In each episode of Active Listening, students from the University of St. Francis share conversation with older adults and discuss life lessons. The project's goal is simple, to bring people together through the kindness of listening. Today we'll hear from Megan. She was interviewed by Jennifer Schenkel. Megan talks about not being accepted by her family, bullying from classmates, and finding passions to help her through life. So clearly you are an independent soul. And when did you discover that about yourself? Did anyone else notice that you were different? Well, I was probably 10 years old. And I I wanted to talk to mom and dad about it. And mom was willing to listen, where dad, he, no, it's not going to happen. I said, well, I don't feel like all, all the other boys. And, and he goes, well, you know what? Unless you plan on living someplace else, oh, you're my son. Yeah, he wasn't willing to accept you as a daughter. Yeah. And at 10 years old, why, where do you have to go? You know, it's like, uh, well, I guess I'm stuck. And and, and my older, older brother and older sister was sneaking around when I was trying to talk to mom and dad about it. And so word got around the neighborhood. And so all the neighbor kids started picking. And and that was no fun. How long did the bullying go on for? It was still going on when I was going to high school. And I never really thought kids could be mean. But... And I thought, well, the older they get... And they, and they made me mellow a little bit. It didn't change. Also school. And the bad part was, a lot of the kids I went to school with were in the neighborhood. So you couldn't go home and leave them at school. No. You dealt with it all the time. 24-7. And that's so why I just ended up staying in the house. So what did you do inside? Did you read? Do well, I, How did you cope? I would read, play solitaire, just... Yeah. So to keep myself out, and, and mom, and, oh, you need to go outside and play. Well, I'd go out, I'd go out in the backyard and throw the ball up and catch it and stuff yeah. like that. But as, as far as with the neighbor kids, didn't usually happen. I, I graduated high school. I worked a few different jobs, short order cook, worked at New Haven for a while. And I basically had to live there because I filed a lawsuit with them because she was discriminating or yeah. harassing or what. But and come to find out, the, the EEOC said I didn't have a case. And I had everything documented, but they never talked to me or my witnesses. And I called my, I, I, I said, and how can you make a determination when you haven't heard both sides? Well, we can do what we feel is right. I said, and, and, and you're saying this is right. And me having to put up and quit my job because of what's going on. And that's right. I, I said, no, it's not. And she said, well, if you want to take it further, and, and, and you can take it to federal court. And she said, but the thing is, I, I since we made this determination, it's going to take a lot to persuade the federal court to go the other way. And I thought, well, and you'll have to pay all the court costs, all the attorney fees, if you lose. And that could be well into the six digits. 
That's why I decided to drop it. And then and that's what I was hoping to do with the money from the lawsuit. I'll find a place I enjoy and get into it. I do I go out to some of the Corstrian because I love and and she's great. Allison, she's just and a lot of people say horses are stupid and they're super intelligent, which is really, really just and they can tell just by you walking up to them what type mm-hmm. of mood you're in. And they just can sense. I know I went there one one day. I was down, I guess, and I went up and I started brushing the horse, talking to it, and it walked away from me. So I went up to it again. Same thing. I, okay. I did this for almost forty five minutes. And and, and and next session I had a a completely different attitude. I walked up, the horse stayed there, and I brushed it. I brushed it. It followed me around the corral, or without a lead on it. It followed me one way, then I turned around and followed me the other way. It would stop when I'd stop. I mean, I'd, I'd get ready to leave. And I, was, I was talking to Allison, and the horse came up and nudged, and nudged me on the shoulder. Yeah, I, 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 I know you're there. Yeah. yeah, you made a friend. <laughs> but I mean, I I can push on it a little bit, and it it'll back up, or it go go from one side to the other, or whatever. You know, yeah, whatever I wanted it to do. Right? And she was happy. What you just heard is part of the Active Listening series, put together as a collaboration between the University of Saint Francis and WBOI. Additional conversations can be found online at WBOI.org or wherever WBOI podcasts are found. Faculty advisors for active listening are Miles Fulwider, Jane Martin, and Kristen Miller. This program was also made possible thanks to the support of Trina Bodeker from the USF Office for Service and Social Action. Our interviewers are Laura Jansen, Georgia Lieb, Caleb Meyer, Sean Rollins, Jennifer Schinkel, Sage Souter, Miranda Tyler, Kendra Seifring, and Doe Thong. USF Meta students are Nicholas Cardoso, Vaughn Gallagher, Joey Lamping, Ashley Price, Renee Robinson, Tyler Ross, and Jennifer Schenkel. Active Listening's creative director is Larissa Whitaker. Our music is by Noah Campadonico. Our WBOI intern is Brittany Smith. Thank you for listening. <laughs>